Hi, I'm Steph Lenny. I am a coach and mentor working in the mindset space. Today, Danny and I are going to have a conversation, a big juicy conversation, all things mindset, all things transitioning out of a previous lifestyle to a brand new one and all the speed bumps initiations that we have along the way. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have your attention today, and I'm absolutely stoked to speak with our guest. Our guest, Steph uh, was a client of mine at one point in time, and I have witnessed from the outside in um, a, a significantly large shift in, in I guess, her life. And I'm I'm actually really interested to hear about the uh, the changes she's made and and what those uh, the process was in making these shifts in in terms of not only her mindset but her actual her reality, like her life and and what she's doing today. And um, I'm really excited to chat with her today. But Steph. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on. And as I just said, I'm actually really stoked to um, to just hear about your journey, but also for you to share that with the audience because I know it's going to be a super inspiring one. And as I said, from the outside in, it seems like um, you're in a really, really good place um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, the whole thing. Um, so firstly, how have you been? Oh, my gosh. This is so fun. Do you know what? I actually just want to start by saying how cool is this? I found you and you were my you were my coach. I found you from your podcast. I remember the exact podcast wow. I was listening to. Yeah, I remember the exact podcast that I listened to and I was sitting in my lounge room living in Melbourne at the time, going to get married soon and I was like, fuck, I, I need to message this human and I need to start trading with him. And I actually remember the, po- the podcast episode was like five tips for women who want fat loss or something like that like Mm -hmm. something insanely valuable and I was just like man this is this is this is the guy so god now you're on the show I know oh my god that is so cool when you were just talking I was like oh my god (laughs) this is so bad so this is so fun to be here and it's so interesting because at the time it was probably about five years ago it was probably about five years ago I think yeah maybe even more five or six years ago. Yeah. And um, I actually remember being so inspired by you, Danny, like you were just younger than me. Like you just had your 31st birthday, <laughs> and I saw that and I was like, Jesus Christ. I like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit <laughs> older than you. And I just remember thinking, fuck, this guy is so inspirational. He's just like getting up. He's doing his own thing. He's running his own business. And I really remember your mindset at the time. And I was working in a corporate job, which I really loved. I'd been in that job for like 10 years. I was really going through the motions of my life, like just living in living in suburban Melbourne, going in, working my corporate job or training with you at 6.30 in the morning or whatever it was, getting yep. on at 5 o'clock, <laughs> training with you, going into work, really just going through these, going through the motions, but actually like really mm. enjoying my life. And then you may remember that I became pregnant. Okay. And... Yeah, I became pregnant. It was a little bit of the hush and I was like training with you, mm-hmm. but I was like slightly, slightly um, nauseous on the treadmill at those sprints <laughs> at the end of the training session. I was like, yep. help me out here. And that kind of like changed in the most beautiful way 
my reality and like what it was I wanted for my life. So mm. my beautiful baby boy was born. And I'm interested just quickly before you get going is, do you think it, do you think the reason why, as you said before, like you were happy, everything, everything was great. There was nothing that was, you know, evidently negative or bad about your life as such. But mm. do you think it was the time that you had where you actually had to start spending time by yourself with your own thoughts in like, you know, the, the nothingness or the, the space between always keeping yourself busy. Is that when you realize that, fuck, I, I'm capable of so much more, or I've got so much more to offer that is not, what I'm doing at the moment almost felt like you realized you were slightly out of alignment with, with what you were doing in terms of your, your corporate job and whatnot. Is that, was that something that came up for you or did it happen later on? Yeah. So it probably came a little bit later on because really interestingly, I've actually always had like a really awesome mindset. Like you knew from like yeah. when we coached together, I was just like, give me the hardest, give me all the things except the Bulgarian Squats, is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, 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 they're the worst, right? Except them, anything like that. But it was almost like this wasn't available to my conscious mind. Like I actually didn't mm. realize that I could do this. I actually had pigeonholed myself into thinking this is my lifestyle. This is what I'm going to do. This is, I work for somebody else. This is like, this is my life. And I was happy, like exactly as you said, I was actually a really happy human. So it wasn't yeah, like- super positive. No, it wasn't a process of like, oh, my God, get me out of this situation. It was a light bulb moment driving home from work one day going, oh, my God, I don't want to sit in traffic anymore. I actually don't want to work for anybody else. I love my boss. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is so wild. And I, my my husband rang me and my little boy, he would have been like about 10 months old at the time and I'd gone back to work in the city. And um, my little boy was screaming in the back, in the in the back, I could, in the background. I could hear him. And um, Reese, my husband, was like, "What time? When are you going to be home?" And I was like sitting in gridlock traffic, and I was like, "Fuck this! Like I am done. I like this doesn't make sense to me. Like my little boy's at home screaming, and I'm like, I can't get there. Kind of vibes. And it just started to then plant some seeds to me that mm. I could probably just do something else, Steph. Isn't it interesting, like I'm sure you have these conversations a lot now with the people that you're helping um, on their own journey as well, but the realisation that you have that you have to you have to be ready to receive that level of thinking or that level of awareness. Like it's not something that can be pushed on, on you or you genuinely have to be ready. And I talk about all the time, like even books that I've read in the last year or two that I've read previously and that realistically had no impact whatsoever. And then reading them again now when I'm at this different level of, consciousness and awareness it's like holy shit this is like this is such impactful stuff but having that realization i think part of it is is just that convicted decision and i talk about this with clients all the time it's like once you genuinely decide what it is that you want it can't be a half in half out thing and can't be a, i'll just have a crack at this but if i don't if it doesn't work out i can kind of say that i didn't really go all in it's like you, once you make that convicted decision it's like you're not thinking about the the how or the or the when you just focus on the what which is something i emphasize so much is the what is so much more important than the how and the when and and in a way the how and the when realistically isn't really up to us right but once you've made that convicted decision that this is my purpose this is what i want to do or this is this is the direction i want to go in things start to flow so from that moment where you were driving home you're thinking to yourself fuck this i'm not going back in there i'm sick of being in the car more things yeah. to life than this what did that transition look like? Because I think you know, often when you see someone who's had a radical change in terms of what they've done career-wise and they've shifted into something that's obviously their purpose and it's very fulfilling, 
Mm. I think it obviously doesn't just happen overnight, right? And even when we think about financially for people as well, a lot of people can't just go, all right, fuck that, I'm done with my job, I'm going to go and do this instead. There, there has to be sometimes a bit of a transition. So from that moment there, what did the next six to 12 months look like for you? Yeah, that's a pretty cool question because it actually looked like being locked down in Melbourne because of ah, fuck. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of like, all right, it, it was just the wild timing of all of the things. But like you said, even before, that actually gave me space to actually look at my life and be like, what am I doing? And like, what is it that I actually want to do? And exactly that. I am an all-in human. Like I have just always been like, oh my God. And like once I've, I've like ignited that level of consciousness, I'm like, oh my God, there's just no going back. Like once you see it, you can't unsee it. So for mm. me, it was, it was a process of, I did get involved in a coaching qualification like a coaching school and then I just yep. started working with coaches and I'd been in a leadership roles I'd been in coaching and mentorship mm. in my corporate role so the transition was like holy shit yes I just want to do this I just want to do this with humans who I want to be working with too like they're just like my people so it was it was like that all in decision exactly as you said and there was there was like all that time in between however I was somebody who still worked in my corporate job and I still showed up to that 100% because I had a big, I had a big role there yep. whilst being like so committed to this is what I'm doing in the background and this is what this is what I'm going to transition to do and that would have probably lasted a good like year I think for like the entire 2021 I was doing mm -hmm. my coaching I was learning coaching I was working with my coaches and I was working full time at the mo at, at the same time as well and then come to the end of that year, I was in a position where I had long service leave and I was like, I'm going to take my long service leave and then I'm not going to go back, but I'm going to take my long service leave. And then it was just this one conversation I had with my mom and my mom said to me, oh, so when will you be going back after your long service leave? And I was like, I'm not going back after my long service leave. And it just occurred to me, it was like, she didn't believe me, but all it was was just a mirror to where I wasn't actually believing myself mm -hmm. and like stepping into my full power. So I was like, oh my God, you're right, mom. I've got to quit. And mom's like, no, no, that's not. And I'm like, I've got to quit. So I quit. I drove around to my boss's house and I was like, I resigned 12 and a half years. And he was like, wow, okay. But it was done. And then it was just like the wildest journey since then, but it was just like full belief. And so I had yes. really built that belief in myself. And it was just like, as you said, it's just like once something had unlocked, it was like, this is going to work. And the how is yep. going to show itself to me and I'm going to keep on moving and I'm going to be initiated into so much stuff that I didn't even know I was capable of doing and I'm just going to move with it. And that's the how and that's that's how we get here. That's wild. There, there's, a, there's a couple of things from off the back of that that I want to bring up. First one is, you know, um, India, who you and I have both worked with, who's, um, who has been a huge impact for, for a positive impact for both of us. Okay. she says this line and I could get this wrong, but something along the lines of like belief is trust without evidence. And I think that's the, mm -hmm. that's the level of belief that you need to have. And I just put up a video on my Instagram before talking about once you have this bit of awakening and you start to align yourself with what it is that you want and you're starting to feel at a much higher frequency and things are starting to fall in place for you, inevitably the universe will throw you speed bumps or they'll throw you challenges or throw you, throw you things that are going to pop up very often where I look at it as you have, it's a ticket for growth, right? You have two options. First option is I respond in the way that I always have. And that's typically, you know, going into your shell, contracting, 
the body and the mind is going to tell you that this is the choice you need to make because this is what we're used to. Or mm-hmm. you respond from the highest version of yourself where you, you don't know whether you don't really even know the answers or how it's going to happen or, or or what's on the other side of it. But in terms of change, the only fucking way that you see change is when you do something that's unfamiliar and you're willing to lean into that resistance and the unknown. But I, I was curious, you said before about the mirror stuff, right? And mm-hmm. and how that's something I feel as though I kind of started touching on that in about about 12 months or so ago and really understanding that. But recently in the last three to six months, it's been a massive shift for me where I'm starting to go, all right, what does my reality look like in the moment? What am I unhappy with, right? How can I trace that back to what I'm projecting out? Like how am I actually responsible for this being this way? And as you said, if it's like a level of uncertainty, if mm. it's whatever it is, you can always trace it back to, this is just a mirror of the energy that I'm putting out into the universe. So it's not anyone or anything that needs to change. It's actually me that needs to change. And when I change, the reality starts to change. So when you say right before you mentioned around, you know, you knew what you wanted to do specifically, what was that? So I knew, I knew that I wanted to work online. I knew that I wanted to be a coach. I knew that I wanted to be having these conversations. Like there was so much in my life even leading up to the part where I was still working my corporate job, but like just didn't quite make sense as to why I was like always this human who was just like, well, I'm just fucking doing that or I'm doing that and that's wild and we're doing that and that we're going to make it work. Yeah. And my husband was like, oh, my God, again. I'm like, yes, and we're <laughs> doing this, you know. And I was like, I, I need to share this because there was so much of my life and I guess – and. I'm not going to bring in this conversation of human design, but like with human design, it's like yeah. I'm a 2-5, I'm a which is like a particular profile, which is very much like I can't see myself as much as I can see other people. But mm. then I started to play around with like, well, how are other people perceiving me? And like, what are other people thinking? And then kind of then realize like, I actually have this to give. Like I actually, there's something in this to be shared with other people as to why I can actually just do the fucking thing that I said I was going to do or like that type of energy. So I, like, I just started to, I guess, play around with that and knew that that's what I wanted to share. It was always coaching. It was always mindset. It was always Mm -hmm. people. I love people. I love talking to people. I love having like the conversation you just brought up with like my mom being the beautiful mirror of like my own insecurities. And it's like mm-hmm. I could either play an old pattern of blaming my mom or my mom doesn't believe in me or go, mm-hmm. oh my God, mom, thank you so much. That is the greatest gift because you've just shown me like what I need to strengthen in myself. Like, so just things like, but things like that would always be, even before I had articulational language of like what that was, it was just like mm-hmm. starting to come to me. So yeah, it was just like, and also I didn't, at the same time, I didn't really know. Like I didn't yeah. know what the end result would be. I didn't know. Like we ended up, so my stories are fucking crazy. Like I quit my job <laughs> and then five days later, I we put in our um, like end of lease at our house. We were renting. We bought a caravan on the Saturday and we left Victoria on the Wednesday to go and live in the caravan and travel. And like, it was, can you imagine my family? They were like, are you off your head? And I was like, yeah, yes, <laughs> this is so fun. And so we did that. And I built my business whilst living on the road with my little babe at the time, my little boy who's now four and my husband. And it was just incredible. That's amazing. And it, was, and it was hard and it was incredible. And it was like mm. all of this 
speed bumps and the initiations and all of the things. And I, I just ca can't possibly regret a minute of it. That's so good. That's so good to hear. And as I said, I, we haven't caught up properly for a long time, but I've obviously been observing from the outside in and seeing the shift and even just through your content on socials and, and, and every now and then, you know, touching base, but what was the, like when you made that convicted decision and when you just knew, as you said before, you don't know specifically exactly what it looks like as an end result. You don't know what the vehicle is going to be, but you know where the, the destination is, like what you're trying to achieve, right? So did you see a massive shift in terms of like the people that you were attracting or, or, the, or what was showing up in your life once you made that decision? And was it different than what it was previously? Because you mentioned the words before, like initiations and there was, there was, there was beliefs that you had to get past and there was things that are going to come up where the ego wants to just do one thing, but you've got to be, have the the strength or the consciousness to, to, as we said before, choose that highest version of yourself. So firstly, what started to shift and change externally for you once you made that decision? And secondly, what were some of those tougher initiations or things that you had to get past in order to keep that progress moving forward? Yeah, so it's such an interesting question and a really big one. And and you probably can feel the energy of like that that has been huge in my journey. Mm. So entire friendships gone, you know, entire mm -hmm. friendship circles of 20 years are no longer. Um, and all really, and like this is me not even projecting like because I – there's a lot that's me in that too. You know, like there's a lot of that that's me in those friendships coming to an end at the time. I always think mm -hmm. of this where it's like the friendships that I was in and like the relationships that I had, it was like that was that version of Steph that was a match for that that relationship. Not to say that I'm superior or that I outgrew it or anything, but it was it's just the plain fact that if you're no longer that same human and you're no longer a match to that frequency of that relationship it's going to have some friction or it's going to feel different or things are going mm. to change. So there was huge, there was huge what felt like the end of the world for me, you know, at the yeah. time, like yep. like the end of the world. Oh, my God, I, this is, it couldn't get any worse than this. Dissolving of relationships that actually strengthened me as a human, that actually strengthened my mindset, that actually strengthened the belief that I have in myself, that actually allows me to be able to literally post whatever I want on social media. And if somebody doesn't like it or a perfect stranger doesn't like it, I'm like, cool. Like, I, do you want to yeah. see what I've navigated? Like, yeah. so it's, it's completely, it's just built me as a human. And I send love and respect and all of the things to the relationships that have dissolved. And at the time it felt so hard and I didn't even know whether I'd ever be able to say that, but truly like I sit and I'm like, I fucking hope the best for everybody. And then mm -hmm. me, where I am right now, the humans that are in my world, like we're having these kind of conversations too, you know? So it's, it, it is great. the evolution. And at the time you think it's the worst thing in the whole wide world. Cause it actually is at that point in your reality, but it's evolution, yeah. isn't it? It's like, it's your own evolution. Yeah. And, and that's it. I think, it's something for everyone to be able to take on board listening or watching, listening to this or watching this at the moment is that, you know, you know, the, 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 um, the cliche thing when people say, Oh, you've changed, right. Yes. Not that maybe that doesn't come up a lot for people. We all know like what I'm talking about in terms of that feeling when, when someone reflects back to you that you've changed or whatever. And the response should be like, that's the fucking goal. Is it not? It's like, we, we, we don't want to stay stagnant in the same. We, we do want to evolve. And, 
it's not, it doesn't, because I think the thing that people fall into a lot is starting to have that reflection on yourself, thinking like, oh shit, am I, am I a bad person because I haven't kept up the communication in this? Or am I a bad person because I'm starting to do well? And this is not like a, um, a, a, an example of me or you or anything, but it's like if someone starts to do really well and people around you aren't doing as well, you have this feeling almost of guilt or shame around like, should I kind of keep this a bit of a secret or, you know, I don't want to put this in other people's faces or whatever, but you can't think of it that way. You've got to continue to stay on your own journey. I think at the same time where we always have these limiting beliefs or we create these stories to think that the people we care about are going to have these negative um, I guess, reflections on us. But a lot of the time, that's just the story that we've created. And in, in reality, people feed off our frequency. It's like if someone yeah. around you can see you doing well and see you continuing to evolve and grow as a person and and you're the living proof, like you're leading by example. And that, that often rubs off on the people around you in, in a good way to show them that they're capable of whatever they want to put their mind to as well. And that the whole point is to fucking continually grow and expand and and see what you're truly capable of. We don't want to be staying in the same spot and being stagnant. And but yeah, I think the problem with that is that, and it's completely fine that that some people feel this way, is that certain people will be more than okay with being complacent and keeping things as they are and staying comfortable. And that's the life that they want to live. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But I think there's a lot of people that will be listening or watching right now thinking like fuck, I, I identify with this. I know that there's something more and I know there's something that I'm out of alignment with at the moment and I know that once I'm in alignment, things can change in a really short period of time. Yeah, 100%. And like you said, like humans came here to evolve. Like we actually came here to evolve, to evolve and like in our own lifetime we get to do that. Like it doesn't have to be a thing of like we've evolved over the last 200 years. It's like, well, what are you <laughs> going to do in your lifetime, right? Like mm -hmm. whatever you get to do. So it's, I also love to say like, even what I know now, like what I actually know now about myself, about my mindset, about consciousness, about all the things about my own shit, right, is relationships would probably be different. Like I would have navigated things differently. I did mm -hmm. the best with what I had at the time. Now it would be different. So what I always say, even to my clients is like, that doesn't ha actually have to be your experience. You don't have to lose your entire friendship circle or, you know, all mm -hmm. of the things. It doesn't actually have to be as dramatic as bloody stuff, bloody. Like it doesn't have to be like that because you can navigate things differently. Like once you have the tools and the understanding of like other humans and the impact that you're actually having on them. And once we understand the, say like my mum example of like when I was like, oh my God, my mum. When we understand that from the other lens of like the impact that you're having on someone else, but maybe they don't have the language or the articulation to be like, you're showing a part of me that I need to strengthen, but I, I don't know what to do about that. Mm -hmm. Then like we can actually, we can actually hold more space for relationships. So yeah. I just want to say that because I also just love the part where it's like it doesn't actually have to sound as brutal as my <laughs> But if it is, I feel you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you just said, we we can only do we do we do our best with what we have available. And that was a shift that uh, I'm sure you have seen as well. But the shift that I saw a lot recently was around judgment in particular, like starting to understand, like not judging myself and being harsh to myself, but at the same time, like looking at other people and and if it's someone who's rude if it's someone uh, you know who is who is quite mean or or angry or just um in a in a negative state all the time it's not having any judgment on 
wired that way whatsoever. It's just stepping back and understanding that they're doing the absolute best with whatever they've got available at the moment, their trauma, their self-limiting beliefs, their experiences, their environment, the whole thing. And if we were in their shoes and experienced the exact same thing, we don't know that we wouldn't be the same way. So once you have that, you also you also get a lot better at like not reacting to to when you have stuff projected on you because you can just look at it and go like shit. I almost have this sense of empathy for whatever place that they must be in at the moment to think that that's a normal way to behave or treat others. Yeah, absolutely, compassion, like total compassion, like oh how interesting, you know that that they're coming yeah. from that place. So I I absolutely agree with that as well. I'm interested how. How did Reese, your partner Reese, how did he, um, I guess, evolve throughout this journey as well? Like where, where was he at in terms of like spiritually and at a, a level of consciousness and whatnot once you had your shift? Was he like close to par with where you're at or was it a massive difference in, in between the two of you and how did that kind of play out? This is such a cool question. I Reese was always ahead of the times with me, than me, right? Like I, he always had his own business. He was always doing these things. He was always like curious about this. And, and I was always like, what are you talking about? I've got to get to, you know, I've got to get to the gym or like, you know, I've got to get to work and just not even on that. And I probably drove him mental. And then <laughs> one day, I swear to God, it was when my, my son was born. Like after that, I completely changed human, like just a completely changed human. And then when I started to like get into the coaching and learn about coaching and like look at myself and look at my own life and look at my own shit that was going on for myself and clean up my own energy, he was like, oh, you are not leaving me behind. I am coming with you. Like tell me everything. Teach me all the things. Like legitimately the best husband, like the most supportive (laughs) husband. And any time where I'm like, I'm investing in this and I'm getting, and he's just like, okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah, so he has been like the greatest support, like the greatest support. And we are in a position where we get to have the best conversation, like the best, wildest conversations of like all of the things like, what about this? And what's the meaning? Like all of the questions. And I mean, he's out with our two our two babies right now while I'm doing this beautiful podcast with you because I have a three-month-old now. And like Congratulations. he just, thank you. He just couldn't support me any more and um for example i've just started to get into like somatic exercises like somatic exercises and then he's Mm -hmm. just found somebody um on instagram and he's just joined that guy's thing so it's like we do share a lot of the same interests and it's almost like once because we've we've opened our minds to be like i actually Mm -hmm. don't have of the answers and I don't actually know all of the things so it's like what do you know and what do you share like so it's just been a beautiful relationship and I'm sure it's exactly the same with you and Danny too yeah 100% I think I learned very early on as we said in this chat as well it's like you it's not our responsibility to push whatever we've found out onto anyone else I think it's always just leading by example and, and being at your own frequency and and you know through social media, we both document a lot of that journey as well, which I think is what gets a lot of people curious or it starts to rub off on a lot of people. But it's, it's there's no better feeling when you've got two people on the same frequency and and just yeah. matching each other's frequency. It's just the most incredible feeling. Um, and, yeah, it's it's awesome. So uh, you know, I'm super proud of Danielle as well. Like she started to, to do a lot more of this stuff, but off 
the back of our own decision, right? It's like wanting to to start trying things like meditation, to investing into some coaching and and doing all this stuff. And um, yeah, she's been super supportive, and I've, I'll always obviously be super supportive of whatever she chooses to do as well. But I was I was interested to hear like if you had an opinion on or any advice, um, I guess for someone who is on their journey and their partner is is a bit of a mismatch in terms of their partner doesn't have any of that level of awareness yet and and they haven't started their own journey yet i feel like for some people that can be a bit of a tricky situation to handle do you have any advice on on how to navigate through something like that yeah cool that's such a cool question and what i will say is that like that is your first initiation isn't it that is your first initiation into building conviction in yourself and to building conviction into this is what i'm doing this is what i believe regardless of even if this most incredible human who i live with i'm married to is my partner is not 100 percent on board with this how convicted are you actually then Mm. right love that so yeah yeah so i would actually see this and i would i would see this as yeah like we can see it as a surface level of like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> or we could choose to go, wow, what do I need to strengthen in myself here? Like what is this? Why, how is this actually for me? And exactly how you said, like you can't rush anybody into the things, like they will come on their own journey if they so choose. And at the same time, you building your confidence and your conviction in what it is you're doing and your own belief. Like you said, people are going to want to come and match that frequency. And if they don't, that's totally fine. And then there's Mm -hmm. another initiation and conversation into holding other people in how they choose to live their life too and being cool with that, right? And if we can't be cool with that, then what do we actually need to see in ourselves? So it's it's always for me, I'm just always looking at like, oh, how can this actually be a contribution to me? Mm. Awesome. That's an awesome answer. Thanks for sharing. I, um, I'm interested to hear how your relationship or beliefs around money has changed. Obviously, there's a, there's a big, big difference when you go from being in a corporate job with a very secure salary and into doing your own thing. And, and one of the biggest fears or the biggest anxieties for a lot of people starting any business, right, or going into doing their own thing and being self-employed is, fuck, I don't have a consistent amount coming in. Like, this is up to me now. And and this may not be as much as what I was earning before, or there might be weeks that do really well and weeks that don't do really well. So what were some of those initiations you had moving into that space? And has there been anything that's been super impactful in terms of changing your your relationship or your beliefs around money and business? Yes. Really, like exactly that. Like the income, it doesn't not necessarily going to be paid every Tuesday at nine o'clock or every fortnight at nine o'clock, you know, on a Tuesday and being okay with that. Now, people are like consciously aware that that's not going to happen yet. They're unconsciously not, not okay with it. Right. (laughs) It's like bringing that actually into your conscious awareness of like that. This is actually okay. I'm actually choosing this structure. My relationship with money actually improved it absolutely improved like when it was like well Steph you you make your money you decide how much money you're going to bring in this month this year this financial year whatever it is no one's just going to tell you for me it actually made me respect and love money even more and what I actually did to be able to do that as well is to be able to talk about money so Mm. I actually 
actually from very early on in my business, I shared my income. I shared my income milestones and I was like, I'm doing this because if I actually want to be part of the paradigm of people who are happy to claim their space in the online world, are happy to earn money and want to break cycles like we all talk about you know money mindset and bad money store and like all the things but if I actually want to be somebody who contributes to that change well I have to fucking talk about money like I actually have to be somebody who talks about money who allows other people to speak about money who celebrates other people when they're making money like one of my clients this month she's having the biggest fucking cash month like huge and I'm like, I am your most ginormous supporter, like like legitimately, mm. because I have looked, I have moved through my own money thing. I've fallen in love with it. I know that it's a bloody contribution to everybody. So I mm-hmm. can hold you in your big, money, your big money stuff. Hell yeah, I'm pumped for you. That's awesome. I, right. I think <clears throat> I'm interested to hear whether um, your experience of this was the same, but one of the biggest shifts that I had was actually, again, thanks to thanks to some of the work from India was around starting to look at money like a like a relationship like a loving or intimate relationship if that yeah yes. i think that's the right way to use for it but a relationship right is like how am i attached in a relationship mm-hmm. and and that is usually having a crossover into how i'm attached to money as well and one of the mm-hmm. exercises that she she did with us in in one of the coaching calls i remember it was around like using like the same examples as as your like how you would think about your attachment style to your partner and changing out your partner with money and you start to look at it and you go fuck this is wild like if i was thinking about you know thinking about oh well if danielle goes out i wonder if she's going to come ever come back it's like that's fucking ridiculous it's like but when we look at money it's exactly the same and i started to see such a big shift and and part of that was working through limiting beliefs as you said it's you know it's being okay with openly talking about money without feeling like you know you should be ashamed to talk about it or that it's an ego thing it's like once you can have that shift, it's wild to see how you can hold yourself in certain circumstances, whether it's a week where you're not having many sales and it's and you're not starting to think, oh my fuck, my whole world's like burning down around me. It's like, yeah, it is what it is what it is. If Danielle went away for a week, I wouldn't be sitting here thinking, fuck, is she ever gonna come back? Oh it's, my God. it's so crazy how much of a shift I had once I looked at my attachment style from a relationship perspective and how that was carrying over to my attachment style with money and that's been a bigger shift for me so i'm interested to hear whether that was something that that you were already doing or you've had to i guess change your um i guess belief or perspective on that yeah well i don't i wasn't i wasn't in and around the time for that training or that perspective but like that is so good that lands for me i feel like a lot of the work is like just like showing up talking talking about money selling like actually saying what the price is to work with me like that has mm. actually anchored in like almost like a neutrality with money like i'm actually quite neutral with it it's not too expensive it's not too cheap it's just what it is like it's mm. just what it is it's like i just felt like building that and for somebody who moving from say yeah the the pay cycle or like being employed to being any like your own work for yourself <laughs> that's what we call yep. it <laughs> like just getting comfortable with numbers, like getting comfortable yep. with numbers. Like I know that sounds so basic, but it's like seeing the number up there. So like at the end, the part where it's like, yeah, at the beginning, it's probably going to fucking feel uncomfortable. Like it's probably yes, going to yep. feel uncomfortable to say however much. It's probably mm. going to be uncomfortable to say I just, this is my money milestone. Yes. But you either choose, as we spoke about right at the beginning, it's like you either choose to do the same patterns 
where it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, don't talk about money. Like, oh my God, no one wants to know. And if, if I, if anyone knows, they're going to come steal all my money. Or like some shit like <laughs> that. Or you break the pattern and be like, this is it. Like, this is just what mm-hmm. happened. And like, then you just be neutral. Mm, the other thing I love with money is like, it's, it's often, it's not about the money, right? Like it's actually about the human behind who got you to that, to that milestone or that money or why that's the investment, right? Because yes. it's like for you, when we worked together five, six years ago, it's like your investment was your investment. And I'm like, amazing because you are an epic human behind the money. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to look at the, that cycle of, of giving and receiving as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and and like, yeah, you helped me get my bloody bang and body from a wedding. So I mean, <laughs> bloody money, money well spent. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I found with the selling side of things because that's definitely something that I've only realistically worked through as of recently, to be honest, and still something that I'm actively working on. But the selling mm-hmm. part for me um, was very much around like that having that bit of anxiety or fear around saying like what the price was right if it's a high ticket coaching program where you know in yourself that you are giving more value than what you're even charging right but it's being anxious or scared about talking about the price to someone realistically is you just projecting onto them that they're even going to think that's a high price it's like well hang on a second if i come into this completely neutral i don't know whether this is a large amount of money for this person or not it's not up to Um, me to decide that and whenever you do project on the fact that it's too much, it realistically will be. That's the experience you're going to get because you've already Mm -hmm. set the tone of how the conversation is going to go. Yes, this is such a good point. So something else that I'm so adamant about and what I do coach my clients on is to be neutral on money, but don't project money or a money story or an assumption on anybody else. Like you don't actually know. So for all, any time that I'm I'm selling my stuff and I'm putting what my prices are, I'll always say you can pay in full or you can do a payment plan. I don't assume that everyone needs the payment plan. I don't go, oh my God, but you do need the payment plan? I'm like, yeah. this is the in full or this is the payment plan. What would you prefer? Like that's just yeah. the energy. It's like, yeah. and at the beginning, I would have been like, oh my God, you know? And, <laughs> and now it's just like, this is what it is. It's totally fine. It's so fine. I, I had somebody drop into my DMs the other day and they were saying, I, I can't afford this. Do you have any budget-friendly options? And I was like, what's budget-friendly for you? Because I'm not going to assume yeah, that it's yeah. $1,000 or it's $100. Like, I don't know, right? Mm. So tell me. Like, I, I don't want to assume that on you. So once we That's can clear that up and we can actually then do our own stuff with our own money and like getting getting comfortable talking about money, all of the things, we're less likely to project that onto somebody else. 100%. 100%. That's awesome. What <clears throat> For someone that's listening or watching at the moment that, and I, I always find that having conversations like this always leaves me at a super high frequency in the conversation and when I hop off it as well. And that's why I just love coaching. I love having these conversations with awesome people on the podcast. And I'm certain that there will be people listening at the moment or watching that feel that sense of raised vibration at the moment. They're feeling this level of excitement. They may not even know what to fucking do with it, right? It's like, oh, I, I'm like feeling this motivation or, or elevated frequency, but what the fuck do I do from here? Like, how do I find my purpose? Do you have any advice for what people can do to start making that shift, to start to expand that level of awareness and consciousness and start to figure out what is the, what is that ideal reality or outcome look like for them personally? Because it, it's going to be different for everyone. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. Because it's like just following. So if you actually know and believe, and like even if you just want to borrow this belief for me, that like you are in charge of your reality and like that you get to design it, you get to create it. And I do believe that it is being presented to us. Like it is being presented to us in some way, shape or form. And sometimes mm. it looks a bit messy and sometimes it looks like a difficult conversation or sometimes it looks like sitting down with a journal and like, fuck, what am I actually, what am I doing? What do I love? Like, where could I see myself living? What would I want to do? What would I want to talk about? Like I actually talk about this with my clients as well. It's like, what do you want to talk about in your day? Like, what, who do you want around you? Like that kind of thing where it's like mm. if I was to flashback three years when I was in my corporate job, I was not having the conversations that I'm having now. And I'm like, these are the conversations I live for, right? So it's like start to get curious because what I know to be true too is that like things will pop up for you. Like things will just pop into your awareness. For me, it's like first thing in the morning when I wake up, I'm like, oh, that's a funny idea. I'm going to take note of that. Just things like mm. that. Like, I know yep. we're getting into the realm here, but like, it's like, I just believe we're constantly being shown it, but are we actually listening or are we actually watching? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable too. I think that's something that, that comes up a lot is that we, we ask for these signs and then the signs come and it's not what you wanted to hear. And you go, oh, I'll just leave that one and wait for the next one. But it's like, you, you do have to have to have that state or that sense of like vulnerability to, to take those signs on. And as you said, start to actually spend some time and put some attention to what is coming up. What is the, yeah. at the moment, um, obviously in the very near future, I'm going to be, Danielle and I are going to be doing a, a human design session with you, which I'm so excited about. And I'd love to link up again in a couple of months and, and chat through the findings of, of how we yeah. both experienced that with you and, and what difference that makes for both of us in a, in a later episode. But can you run through some of the things that you're kind of, you know, putting your time and attention to at the moment and how you're helping people um, in your coaching business at the moment? Yeah, so I'm all things mindset. Like I really am all things mindset. And a lot of the people that I do tend to attract are in business and have their own businesses. So my program that is coming up very soon is called High Quality Humans. And it's all around attracting high quality humans into your business and working with high quality humans. So as I said, like, in my corporate job, I really wasn't working with people who like really lit me up. And I mm. made a pact to myself. That's probably one huge thing for me. It was like I really made a pact to myself to work with people, to have conversations with people who actually want to be doing this work. So that is a lot of what I do teach my clients as well is like you actually get to create your business working mm. with the most insanely epic humans. So that is a big flavor of what I do. It's the mindset. I'm constantly doing like little bits and pieces. I have social media uh, that I help people out with social media and um, from a mindset and of strategy perspective. So it's just all of those beautiful things. And once you learn about human design, you will see that I'm a money gen. So I've just got all the bloody things going on all the bloody time. <laughs> but that's definitely my flavor. Amazing. Well, firstly, thanks so much for your time today, Steph. And uh, I will definitely have links to all your socials and all the rest of it in the show notes below for those that that want to continue on i guess following along with steph and her journey or or even reach out and and if any of this stuff sounds like it it'd be perfect for you um definitely reach out to steph she yeah, is an incredible human and i'm so grateful to be chatting with you today but also so um i guess happy for you to see how much has shifted for you over the last few years and uh, most importantly how much your 
enjoying it and you know you've got your two kids now you've got your husband everything's everything's working out super well and um and you're attracting more success every single day which is epic so i'm so glad that we got to catch up on the conversation on this chat today steph and um just glad to hear that you're doing super well thank you danny you're the best thank you so much guys if you have enjoyed this episode which i have no doubt that you have i would absolutely love if you could grab a screenshot of this one share it on your instagram stories tag myself tag steph we'd love to hear your feedback um, really appreciate you tuning in if you have not subscribed already please do so that you don't miss any of these incredible episodes and i'm looking forward to chatting to you guys again very soon on the fitness and lifestyle podcast